practice, jerk practice, sketch boys love to reminisce, yeah. As you know, Casey, charity is something you do when other people are watching. Right, exactly. And make people make poor countries pay for all their crooked vaccines. <laughs> oh. You guys remember polio, don't you? <laughs> it's back, sorry. It's back. Let me insert this chip in your butt. <laughs> Needs an update. My thumb <laughs> drive my on the end of my working. finger. <laughs> Every time this new update, my butt stops working. <laughs> oh, God. Should we hit it? That kind of gets me right. into where I might be able to take us today. That sounds great. Why don't you start us off, Case? Welcome to the Jerk Practice Podcast. I'm Casey. I'm uh, uh, Radar from MASH. <laughs> look good. I like the stash. You know what? Uh, all the abuse, all the in-house abuse I was finally getting, mm-hmm. just couldn't take it anymore. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. It was, you know what I did? So what Casey's referring to is I got a little, I shaved off my beard. Got um, a little soup strainer going on. <laughs> I did a little trim, you know, on mm-hmm. my beard. Yeah. And it just became too uniform. I know that's silly saying I have with a with a very mm-hmm. clean mustache, but I don't need like a, a perfect one and a half incher. Just yeah. it just didn't, it didn't feel right. I either I'm all or nothing. I either need to look like a man a renegade uh farmer from Webster, South Dakota, who hasn't seen a mirror in years, or nothing. Or a little something on no, the lips. I when it gets too short, at least for me, like you, you see the inconsistencies, mm. you see the weaknesses. Like if you <laughs> leave it scraggly and a little long, like tuck some of those wild dogs in. But like if if it was a uniform, like you know, like boot yeah, camp like cut, it. you'd be like, Ugh, I don't like. What are you sixteen? Got weird, yeah. So do some push ups. Get that testosterone going, bro. Oh, was I going? Oh, that was just a stupid visual joke. I'm Hans. Welcome to the Jerk Practice Podcast. Slow news week. Oh yeah, what I don't nothing's have going to talk, on? Talk about. Not that we have to dwell on <laughs> yeah. dwell on it, but that is all my segments for. It's no the it, week. No, it really is the strangest thing. Like I was at like work. Ashley texted me. I was like, wait, what? How could this? I was just like my mind was reeling. I was like, "What?" So like, f- I should have seen it coming, right? To fill but. everybody in, we're talking about Donald Trump's coronavirus. Um, I mean, uh, what positive coronavirus diagnosis? Results, diagnosis, which came out early, early Friday. Uh, this will come out in a couple of days, but we're talking uh, on Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, suspend your disbelief, but thus far, uh fucking everybody in his orbit uh has tested positive for coronavirus his just recently today a few hours ago and i if you listen to the last episode um i was like i gotta be out of politics for a while and every time yeah. you get out they reel you back they in something juicy juicy hook uh so three senators have republican senators have tested positive the president of Notre Dame, Chris fucking Christie. Oh, uh, that one's 
That one, he's worse off than Trump. That's what I would say. That's possible. His ass ran. You haven't seen him run in a while. His ass was running to uh, Alan Hurst <laughs> Medical. <laughs> <laughs> because it's like Chris Christie is the perfect – if you look at Trump and Chris Christie. Right. And for anyone who hasn't been in New York and or New Jersey, Chris Christie is the New Jersey equivalent of Donald Trump. 100%. So he's a little bit fatter, a little bit bigger, a little bit more unhealthy, even more blustery. But he's just blustery because he's from New Jersey, like no other reason than where he was, you know, he was born in a gas station in Bayonne. Right. Yeah. He's got to he's got to um, relate uh, to his constituents. Um, so that's like, yeah, he is the yeah, he has that Jersey Jersey oh. Trump. So he's ooh, Jersey. I think he's going down to Jersey me. Trump. Is he the next uh, Godfather's pizza victim? I it wouldn't surprise me. Maybe that's Herman Cain fucking haunting him. <laughs> conspiracy, <laughs> conspiracy. I don't want to. I don't want to lead us too close to where I'm leading us yet. But um, all right, his ass tested positive. I forget her name, but the chair for oh, the Republican it's... National Committee oh, yeah, tested yeah. positive. Um. Who else? A couple, couple other senators, like yeah, a couple other senators. Bob Lee, um, fucking uh, Kellyanne Conway. That's what it was. I was like, there's some other big name in there. Um, and then today his press secretary, oh Hope Hicks, and then today his press secretary Kyle McElhaney. Um, oh no way, just tested she... positive. Yep, yep. Right. So somebody dropped the ball. Oh yeah, somebody. Yeah. I mean, that goes without saying. Let's be honest. Uh, the, I guess the they only all seem shocking... like they were playing fast and right, loose. Like all... if you played, fl- like... you were saying playing with fire. I'm just saying if you, it like just take the the bare minimum precautions. Yeah, you you know like you lessen contact with it by so much more than just. All these assholes going to parties and not wearing masks and or sanitizing their hands or, I mean, I can't speak to their sanitation levels, but I can imagine if they're not going to wear a mask, they're, they're hugging gonna, and kissing. They're going to be all sanitizing. The of it. Yeah. Chris Christie gave Donald Trump a big kiss on the rings and then a big old smack <laughs> on each cheek and the lips. He gave him a, he gave him a Jersey Trump. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that I think the one shot Jersey aspect, necktie. He just yeah. licked him across. <laughs> your ear. Oh, I think one shocking the the shock initial shock is like how is this possible? The president needs to be the most protected person. Uh-huh. How can that get in his orbit? But then the unshocking aspect is, other than that perception, he's done nothing mm-hmm. to protect yeah. himself and his staff. And specifically, this event where we're let's not be. I don't know who brought it in, but this is this the super spreader event is when they were. Um, nominating that supreme court justice who's the only reason her ass doesn't have it because you know she was talking to all of them she already had it um oh right yeah she's like i'm fine so somebody brought in there like they they didn't test everybody meg and i were just at the doctor's office today Mm -hmm. and their version of testing me was to take my temperature what they didn't know is and i looked this up is I'm like a reptile. So my standard temperature is like a 96.2, right? 
So yeah. when I, I I was maybe a little hot because I tested a 98.3 picture perfect of health unless you're a cold blooded fry cool. guy because <laughs> I'm a little low. So there's I guarantee you 100 percent they did not give a nasal swab to all 300 of those people that came into that party. I'm sure they probably did a temperature check, but that didn't do shit. And you know who brought it. It was somebody that was way too excited to be there. Mm-hmm. And went, even though they're like, I don't feel good. I'm still going, though. I oh, want to yeah. shake Chris Christie's hand. <laughs> it was the try hard. I'm so excited to go to this party that brought it there. There's a there's a ton of people. So then there's also this rumor that, well, and um, so, so here's the thing. Somebody, yes, somebody brought it there, but there's... There was evidence that somebody that they had already known of a positive Hope Hicks test on, I don't know, the morning before or something. And they just kind of ignored it. And then there's rumors that. So we're getting into we're getting into some theories, some unfounded theories. And I found the KGB gave him a bunko cigar (laughs) full of Corona, (laughs) gave him a real Corona. (laughs) <laughs> All right, I don't know why I'm dancing around it. So Donald Trump has COVID nineteen, and as soon as that happened, Casey, a few theories started fluttering around. You have any interest in hearing about some of these? All of them, because they're all true, and yes. they're all false. So let me crack this guy open, and this might this will lead us into a few. Other so all these conspiracy theories about Donald Trump getting COVID led me to a beautiful article on a few unknown conspiracy theories that you might not know about, and these are beautiful. So first off, here is Donald Trump, the the most um, discussed theory right now, uh, conspiracy theory is that Donald Trump is pretending to have COVID-19 so he can use his miraculous recovery to claim that the virus isn't a big deal. And this is credited to a QAnon, specifically to a QAnon Reddit group that is, or whatever they go on that pass that shit around. Um, oh, there are like, uh, I've been hearing about, because they've been alluding, QAnon's been dropping those cryptic morsels for years. There's one in particular that a lot of his followers or her followers uh went that it's called the 10 days of darkness okay so if, if for anyone who's not familiar with QAnon or ha- has not read what it is it's sort of like a weird haiku that will be posted on 4chan from this person Q who claims to either work for Donald Trump or work for the state department or the pentagon somebody on the uh, inside so it's it. What's fun about it is that everything is so vague that it is sort of like a choose your own adventure. You sure. read it and you can you could apply if you just change Trump to anybody. It, you know, it's like ten days of darkness, and then you know they'll bring the law. So everybody's like, so after ten days of darkness, they're gonna unlock all these unsealed indictments, and then Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama are all going to jail. Oh, shit, Casey. Yeah, yeah. You took the words right out of the horse's mouth because this continues is that many of these QAnon people believe 
was that COVID-19 is a hoax designed to deflect attention from a Satan-worshipping pedophile ring operated by Hillary Clinton and liberal elites. Trump, their reasoning goes, is pretending to have COVID-19 as part of a grand plan to arrest Clinton. According to uh, QAnon, Trump communicated his intentions via tweet on Friday morning where he announced he and Melania had tested positive and declared, we will get through this together. When you pull apart together, it spells out together. Oh, yes, I saw that together. <laughs> yes. I was like, I love oh, it. It's, too, it's so amazing. good. Uh, so, yeah, so they're starting to swirl. That was um, that was kind of that was. That's a good one. I could see that one. Yeah, I could or see that. Maybe happen. the back half of it is a little far fetched. You know yeah. what I mean? It's close enough to like actual higher up people that are actually horrific pedophiles. There's no evidence of satanic involvement or that it is in fact Hillary Clinton. So maybe the front half. I think maybe he could be juicing it. Right. You think he could be pushing for effect here? Wonka-esque. Well, one I had heard was, or one I, somebody had read, it was like, well, if he takes two weeks and they faint, like, oh, it's getting worse, he's getting better, oh, it's getting worse, it's getting better, he just hogs the news cycle again. Right. So it's just them talking about Trump, and then you come back and you're healthy, whether it's like, like, screw you guys, I did hydroxychloroquine and you know right. fucking zinc and you're all antibody wrong. cocktail yeah you know like he comes back with a vengeance and a point like yeah. i could see that happening or him just act, like him actually having it but would he is airs. he the type of personality that would want to feign that's feign my weakness? thing that's, that's the hard part. That that's what sticks with all of the theories about him pretending. Yeah, I don't think he 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 could do it. Right, because it would it. mean like a he screwed up and got sick. Yep. B he's not strong enough to have just like been asymptomatic and just like walked through the world like a you know typhoid Mary spreading it to everybody else, but he's fine. Yeah, I wonder if I wonder if he actually. So a couple things, uh, <laughs> if we're going re, real conspiracy theory, that he might not have it. If it were me, I'd go. Well, he might not have it because with the shape he's in, it would kill him in two hours. If we know anything about coronavirus, oh, right, it yeah. should knock his ass to the grave. Two, maybe he did have it, and he's like, if I got it. All you motherfuckers are saying you got it because I'm not good. So that's why right, he's yeah. like, we need to make this an event. So he's like, tomorrow mm-hmm. you're going to say you got it. Tomorrow yeah. you're going to say you got it. Let's break all of government down so everything gets so jumbled and mumbled. They can't help but have to push back any semblance of normalcy in government. Yeah, that's that's obviously just. But yeah, the that one for me, him grinding the gears of like the government down like means he can't push through his his like justice Supreme Court justice and everything like yeah. so you have these two ongoing like if he wants to do that that stuff's got to go on well he's incapacitated even better cram it through well everybody's looking at him in a hospital bed and you're i the republicans are licking door handles trying to get a few of these democrats to get my sick. theory might be that 
uh, Trump got sick because Mitch McConnell accidentally um, buried Ruth Bader Ginsburg's bones in the wrong uh, <laughs> in, the, in the wrong parking <laughs> like lot. They did with Osama bin Laden. They just threw him off, threw her off of a battleship. <laughs> you got to dig up those bones and put them back in the prison graveyard. <laughs> right side. <laughs> Um, uh, what was I going to, so, uh, he, we got, uh, what did I go over the basic? So he's faking to take down the, the satanic cabal of There's that one. The There's the very basic that he's just, uh, he's faking the diagnosis. So he comes back stronger than ever, which Michael Moore is pushing. I'm not too surprised there. Um, second one, he wants to promote hydroxychloroquine. You can see that, but he hasn't talked about taking that shit at all. So that's that's an interesting one that he hasn't said he's taking it. Because I taking some that weird shit just though. Preventative. Yeah, yeah. But hydroxychloroquine and zinc is like the cocktail that is supposed to kind of for pennies on the dollar, right? Stop you from getting it. So you couldn't take it like, oh, I'm sick, I gotta take it. It's like, too late, dude. Yeah, yeah, what's another thing like that that you're supposed to take? It's like, what's it? that flu stuff, Zycam? Yeah, 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 yeah. Or whatever the... Too late. Too little, too late. You gotta take it before. But the interesting thing about it is, like, the press conferences, the doctors, and the doctors come out and say something, and then kind of like as if, like, almost in, um, like, jargon, like, mm-hmm. uh, Dr. E's, like... As if, you know, journalists don't have research and, like, all these publications don't have physicians on their staff. And they'll be like, president's doing fine. We put him on this and this. And then all the doctors with the publications are like, oh, whoa, that shit's crazy to put on somebody, to put somebody on that's doing totally fine. Yeah. Like, they're like, he's on a treatment of remdesivir. They're like, holy shit. Like, that's for people that are about to get incubated You're and stuff the... like that. Right. No, exactly. But I can also see Trump being like, bring it on. I want it all. He's got respirate me. Yeah, we can't. It'll explode your lungs. Right. What he's on this experimental antibody cocktail, which is a bunch of different antibodies that is meant to make your what I heard from this doctor on at the Guardian or something that's meant to make your body react to these other antibodies. Because one of the issues is your body get makes itself more sick. When it attacks the coronavirus in certain areas too strong, that's why people's lungs are filling up. Because it's actually gotcha. your body doing too good of a job. Um, it's over overcompensating. It's working right. too hard. And this doctor's like, I wouldn't give that to, you know, my worst enemies. Like, it's not even been in, like, a staged trial. He's like, why are we, that doesn't make any sense. Like, we haven't, we don't have any semblance of. Whether that works, we right. haven't done blind studies, anything like that. Which just and let alone mixed it with these other drugs they claim they put it, this dude on. Fire for the conspiracy mill. Right. Like, Why would you take that if you... Like, either you're on your deathbed and they gave it to you the way it was intended, or you're just like, I don't know, tell him, tell him something. He's got to throw a bone to Merrick or whoever made Rindisivir. Yeah, there like, are there's stock options to go up. Right, it's like Ramagam or something that's never heard of this company that's making this antibody cocktail. How about Trump purposely got infected so he can grandly announce a new coronavirus vaccine? Could see that one happening. Not yeah. even in a conspiracy way, like he will say that shit if his ass gets through this, no problem. He oh, literally, God, yeah. He'll call a therapy treatment a vaccine. I like this one, Trump purposely infected Biden during the presidential debate. I guess that would mean Biden's, you know, 
They said he doesn't have it, but they said he doesn't have it. And again, that goes back to my theory. I think if Joe Biden has it, his ass, <laughs> his ass, is he's next in worse to Chris shape Christie. than the Trump and Chris Christie. Ooh, I really like this one. Joe Biden gave it to Trump on purpose at the presidential debate, <laughs> blowing at him through those chompers. Everybody was worried about him having an earpiece in. Just a, it's like a Joker collab full of Corona dust. Oh, and then you got last but not least on the Trump aspect, at least. Um, there is a, uh, you know that, like, uh, what's that group? Um, the Never Trumpers? The the Lincoln Project? Lincoln, yeah, yeah. They're a radical middle that are trying to infect both at Trump and Biden. Try and get them both out of there. Which, I don't know what that leads with. But, uh... Why would, yeah, get rid of Trump, because then you have Pence. And Ashley and I were talking about it, like, that's worse for Biden than Trump. Probably, because he can, because he has a semblance of normalcy. Especially after Pence that shark attack. Yeah, Pence frees up uh, people on the far left who are voting, holding their nose and ho- voting for Biden because they hate Trump. Right. But if it's Pence, he's more middle of the like. It's just like, OK, cool. I can vote for my Green Party candidate or I can vote for this. And then on the right, it frees up people who like just I hate I didn't want to vote for Trump. Oh, cool. I'm a mid-level Republican. Instead right. of abstaining from voting, I'm going to vote for Right. dude i still get to vote for trump but it's a different name in my in my mind so i feel good about it yeah yeah, yeah. no I, I i agree i agree that's I my lbj my lbj theory there you go yeah is that pence infected his ass i'm just putting two and two together keep your eye on the news if sasha baron cohen goes down in a small plane crash i'm calling dave spiracy what because they have the Bor- Borat 2 coming out. Yes. And Mitch was telling me there is a scene where Sasha Baron Cohen is dressed like Trump. And he acts so much like Trump. He got, like, arm's length away from Pence. Oh, really? Yeah, because the whole premise of Borat 2 is Borat wants to come to America and give his daughter to Mike Pence. <laughs> so okay. he, I guess he shows up in front of Mike Pence with a woman over his shoulder and he gets arm's length away from Mike Pence because everybody's just like, oh, what, what's Donald doing here? So I'm saying, Trump goes down, Sasha's those gears start turning, Sasha Baron Cohen, they make up him up. It's Dave. I could Dave 2. Pence is that, yeah, 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 that, that secret mastermind. All right. Here we go. We got some of those conspiracy theories. Now do you want some, re- those are all fakers. Do you want some real ones? Mm-hmm. You, yeah. re- you remember the conspiracy theory that Paul is dead, right? Yeah. But the real, true conspiracy theory is that the Beatles never actually existed. <laughs> the Beatles were a fake band staffed by a revolving cast of identical actors. Um, oh, shit. Is that all it gave me? Beatles are fake. Number two, <laughs> fake Barack Obama could control the weather. You ever heard that yes. one? Yes. It's alleged no, that Barack Obama deliberately manipulated weather to deflect attention away from the White House in times of scandal. In May 2013, after a mile-wide tornado struck more Oklahoma and killed 24 people, right-leaning broadcasters and internet truthers suggested that the USAF had caused the disaster on purpose to distract from a series of governmental controversies think what do you think about that mm-hmm. one they seed in the clouds control the weather all right 
I guess he could. How how does this one suit you? Barack Obama's gay and his wife is a man. <laughs> is that a real one? That's an actual one. I, I, I saw online. I was like, oh, all right. Skip the birth certificate. Go right for it. He's married to a man. You know what that sounds like? It sounds like the guy that showed up and he on late and didn't do any homework. Like the QAnon like, uh... board meeting. And one guy's like, here's the deal. I've done all this research. Look at this. Benghazi's going on. At the same time Benghazi's going on, we got the tsunami in, uh, in Thailand. We got this. And, and then look at this. We got the gun smuggling going on from Mexico. At the exact same time, we got a wildfire going on in California. Full of oil. And everybody's like, wow, that's interesting. What do you got, Tony? Uh, Obama's gay. His wife's a man. Uh, any any Stop evidence of that? Look at him. Just come on. That's pretty much all it is. Just, well, look at him. I mean, okay. he wasn't even born here. Well, what does that mean? Conspiracy theory two. Anyone who's not American is gay, or <laughs> not a man. a man, or gay or a woman. <laughs> I don't know about this guy, but that's that's who they go with, like. Like, I saw, I don't know if it was a document, it was something, I don't know if it was a YouTube clip, but it was, like, QAnon people coming out from beyond the screen, coming coming out and uh, showing their faces, and they're just very, very lonely people from different spectrums. What happened is, they need chat back. The chat rooms went away, and the only place that, like, people are staying up 24 hours are on like um 4chan and stuff so even if they yeah. don't believe it they're like at least you know racist racist dick 99 will you know will talk all night so it's like all these housewives and then it's sad uh i don't know why i was gonna say baristas but i don't know it's <laughs> i'm sure there's some there exists it's just people that are lonely, so they just find something to share. And that's where you get your Tonys, who are just like, I'm lonely, but I'm also lazy. So let uh, me just throw out some zingers. God there. damn, I wish I could remember the name of the website. I wrote it down. I lost the notes because I wanted to talk about it on the show. And there's this uh, like chat group, like 4chan, but it's specifically for bronies. Okay. And it's called like Skeebums or Scoobily Doops. It's got the goofiest <laughs> ass name. Um, and for those of you who don't know what bronies are, they're like super huge fans of My Little Pony. And they tend to be uh, men uh, in late 20s, 30s, just obsessed with the show. So it's this like chat system set up where people post art and just talk about My Little Ponies to get together. Like the most idealistic vision of the internet. Come hang out. And they have a complete like... Um, uh, free speech. You can say what you want because gotcha. they were afraid of being called nerds or gay or your your wife's a man because you like uh, <laughs> right. My Little Pony. But because they were so like adamant about free speech, now it's been taken over by white supremacists and Nazis it. who also like the bronies. That's perfect. That's, so it's um... just like guys drawing these horses having the cruelest, most awful sex you've ever seen and then it has a Nazi flag in its butt, you know. <laughs> and they're like, you can't oh, do that here. And they're right. Like, it's... But we can say what we want. 
So it's like, because one big thing with My Little Pony, right, is they just took the pony, changed the hair color, but it was all about the stamp on the, the rump, right? Right. You so got a nice little... horrible swastika, all this burning blue lives matter. Poison. Punisher um, skull. Sorry, I was I was looking for the name of that message where all I found was like the Bronyverse, the Ponyverse. I'll, I'll look it up. Oh, also, a side note, like all of the... I don't know if we ever talked about it, but the Proud Boys are back in the oh, news. Yeah. Yeah, they are. You know why, uh, right? Because of the debate, yeah? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so they came up at the debate, but uh, I did not know they took their name from a song from Aladdin. What song? There was a cut song from Aladdin, and it was called, like, Hey, Proud Boys. <laughs> so it's like, okay, that is the second white supremacist related thing have you heard about the boogaloo boys yeah that oh, comes yeah, from definitely. where they go to the rallies they wear the hawaiian shirts Absolutely. and they're like nazi quadroons uh their name comes from breaking two electric boogaloo because mm-hmm. they want to bring out civil war two wow like these are the people that like they're fucking idiots yeah, like you can't even do the research and come up with some sort of historical connection. You're just like, eh, I, mean, I really loved Aladdin, but it's a band song from Aladdin with the Proud Boys. Go get them. And that's a thing. It's like, it's a very, in my opinion, it's, it's a like very group a name, Proud Boys. It's got boys in the name. They lost the hashtag to and a bunch no of gay Z. men kissing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that and that's what I was gonna say. What's along those Kissing lines their wives. of the Brony verse? This is a, that's them like taking over. Unfortunately, these, which they should good guys message board. Um, the opposite is there was this troll. I heard this story. Some of our listeners might have heard it. And it's so good. There was this internet troll that's been going on for a long time, and what he would do is he bait white supremacists into fake gatherings. So this 4th of July at Gettysburg, this was his biggest one ever. And it actually, they were like talking about the ethics of it. Like he was posting all of these. He made fake, um, fake accounts and this and that fake Antifa accounts about how they're going to Gettysburg and we're going to piss on Confederate graves. And there's going to be, you know, socialist face painting and the craziest stuff ever. And what it did, all it did is generate this huge backlash and sure enough on the 4th of July thousands maybe a thousand somewhere around a thousand white supremacy groups gun advocates second amendment advocates uh-huh. they all descended on Gettysburg on the 4th of July looking for and a they fight. were looking for a fight and there was nobody there ethically the backlash is all these people at Gettysburg who very much one rely on tourism Two really actually do rely on a big parade they have on the Fourth of July and everything like that. Oh no! So gets yeah. <laughs> overrun by all these white supremacists. Fucking so it dirt bags. It you know it create there was like fights and there was like violence just in like among themselves. And on top of that, it just obviously scared anybody else, any nerds that are going to look at you know General Butker's you know grave. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but it, I it's, came to do a rubbing. Uh, yeah, it's so stupid, Proud Boys, and amazing. Yeah, Donald Trump is—he is such a 
fucking troll, man. He is perfect at what he does. Um, just about as perfect at... So we all know, back to conspiracies, we all know the flat earther theory. But did mm-hmm. you know, Casey, what what sadistic dictator do you think has his ver- had his very own Stargate? Ooh, uh, Saddam Hussein. Yes. The theory for all you out there is that the second Gulf War was waged in order to close a Stargate owned by Saddam Hussein. That's one of my preserving the ambitions of the New World Order and preventing an alien invasion of Earth. Um, uh, if you study the picture above closely, it looks like... Yeah, yeah, that's, that's about that it. That is that's a, pretty a good one. direct-to-video... Steven Seagal and the old gold medalist shot put action movie that was never made. Oh. Can you like just like Saddam Hussein opening a Stargate and their first contact is Kude and Ude? That is good. <laughs> they convince aliens to invade Earth. That is perfect. Yeah, some of these you <laughs> just know. visually, you're like, oh, I because I read that once and I wrote it down. I was like, this is so rich with madness. You yeah, can't... those are fun. Those are super fun. Like, oh, I got one for you. Give me. Uh, and this, which American president greenlit an expedition to the center of the earth to trade with mole men? Oh, okay. Which United States president greenlit an expedition to the center of the earth to convene with mole men? I gotta say, so I'm gonna deduce it here. I gotta say, I'm going 19th century. I'm going mm-hmm. 19th century. I'm going post Civil War. So I'm going Reconstruction era. I'm going with hmm, something expansionist, perhaps. I'm going with Bill McKinley. It was close. This is a conspiracy theory, but I found it. It was John Quincy Adams. Ooh, pre. Okay. Oh, but all the info is there because what I read was one of the guys who found it. It's called Hollow Earth. Okay. I don't know if you're familiar with Hollow Earth. I am a little bit now, yeah. It's, it's basically the, you have the crust of the earth, which we live on, but the poles, both north and south, are open. Mm-hmm. So then if you were to go high enough, you could then climb in and walk underneath us on right, the inside of the Earth. Yeah. Because there's a tiny sun inside, which gives it its gravity. I see. So there so are concentric, like an, like an astrolabe, concentric circles just spinning that you can access. Turns out uh, that the guy who founded that theory, just some dickhead from Illinois, like Pat snake oil salesman guy perfect just came up with it to make a couple shekels and then told people he met with john quincy adams because john quincy adams was very much into um like teddy roosevelt like exploration and preservation of the natural world sure but when i read it they were like john quincy adams greenlit this because i get up to he had just barely beaten uh, andrew jackson yeah so they were like he was looking for a win He went for the long shot. Yeah, just he went for more men, and I was like, "This, please be true, please be true." Oh, that is so. I mean, at the time, that's you don't want to go back to those times because you don't want to get cholera. You know what I mean? No, but you do want to go back to those times 
to blow people's minds. Right. Like, you could go back there with your Flat Earth Theory, and Andrew Jackson, he would lap that shit, put a couple brandies in him. You could sell that shit all day long. The moon doesn't exist, no problem. It would be so much fun. What God, you... there was one... Fuck, what president was it? I don't know if it was U.S. Grant, but there was one of the, like, post-World Civil War reconstruction that was pitched on bringing hippos to the United States because there was, like, a, a beef famine. Hippo meat. So they were gonna... So this guy who had, like fought in like the boer wars like for south africa like just total it's just like yeah they got hippos like crazy it's easy no problem i'll just bring over a bunch of hippos for you no it was lincoln he tried to sell lincoln on it i can see that lincoln's a because man of the war, outside lincoln the was box. Like, i don't no we're good lincoln <laughs> i would that... think lincoln might do it just for a good story he's a story man oh just can you like the south would have won the war because there was fucking renegade hippos tearing up the potomac that's what i was gonna say they are aren't they the most fierce creature on earth so you just yeah they kill more humans than any other animals and alligators combined so you introduce these hippos to the stockyards in chicago you're gonna have a heart (laughs) these these uh great lakes done we're done we never get to we'll never walk on water again right these slavic beef workers are gonna have a hell of a time although i could and these if i was gonna take one group of people i think 19th century slavic meat workers i'd put a a, put a man in the ring that's a tough race i'd put a beef because if they lose those hippos are now just chicago mean yeah that's just coming at you hard that's just a bunch of al capones you don't need a hippo with a Windy City edge to it. <laughs> Syphilis and drunk. Changes, yeah, it's that butter, or, you know, you, you change the course of history, you go back and you introduce hippos to Chicago. Then when you're riding the L train, they're like, hey man, don't get past this stop. Hippos! Hippos, dude, you're like, what, hippos? They're like, I'm yeah, serious. Yeah. Um, Casey, let me ask you this. What television show beloved Mm -hmm. 80s into the 90s television show was actually a vehicle for the illuminati beloved 80s can i get a network Ooh, will i give it away i'm gonna say i might get it wrong with nbc but what i can give you is two of the principal characters went on to college and then two of the principal characters even continued on past that okay. back to saved high by school the bell? saved by the bell you're right it was nbc yeah yeah um turns out so saved by the bell is actually a vehicle for the illuminati it turns out that the teen high school comedy was riddled with hidden messages endorsing satanism Let's see, the true intentions of the show's creators and stars, as well as there's a hidden message in the theme. Let's see. Illuminati are all-powerful space lizards who control the world. Oh, but they couldn't give Mr. Belding a... Uh, oh, somebody's trying to be funny. They couldn't give Belding a, a career. Let me find this bullshit. Oh, he's got a career. He's two wearing uh, single-A ball clubs. He's doing fine. 
All right, here we go. Now here's the information. Uh, to see someone concocted a conspiracy theory that uh, the show was actually just a dream in Zach Morris's head. Oh, All yeah. Right. Okay. I think I'd heard that one. Wasn't there right. a conspiracy theory when you were growing up he died in a car accident? Oh, that's that's that goes to the um, Mandela effect as well. Show was an Illuminati riddled Disney company who called it Good Morning Miss Bliss, which was at JFK High School originally. The main character, Zach oh Morris, God, graduates right. with an SAT score of 1502, then gets accepted to Yale University, home of the Illuminati Skull and Bones. I don't know what 1502 means. That must be a number for the Illuminati. Some claim that he wouldn't have been able to get into Yale with that low of an SAT score. Uh, That's right, he went to Yale? Or was supposed to? Here. And Paul Walker was in the movie Skull and Bones, and now he's deaf. Wow, these are beautiful stretches. Let's see what Slater's up to. Let's see. Here you go, Casey. Slater was implicated in a conspiracy that he and Mark Paul Gosseler were killed in a car crash. I didn't hear that Slater got it. I thought it was just, just Zach. Died in a car crash around 1993. Spread like wildfire, which is crazy because there was no internet and it legitimately. Oh. You ask anybody our age. That's just me calling from you from my kitchen the, to your kitchen. The globe, yeah. Everybody thought his ass was grass. I don't know. Ooh, all right. I'm getting sexy pics of uh, what's her name? Elizabeth Shue, who was in the stripper movie. Oh, not Elizabeth. Elizabeth. I'm thinking of every Elizabeth. Elizabeth, uh, like Elizabeth Hurley, Elizabeth Banks. Elizabeth. Ooh, all right. We got Lark Voorhees, who played Lisa Turtle. She gives a six 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 hand gesture. You know what? This one's Is not. Uh, they're not. Should have should have stopped it. All right. I will put this as the Coldy because apparently you get some messages if you play the Saved by the Bell theme song backwards. Yes. So Perfect. I don't know. I, you know, obviously I'm like Tony at the Illuminati table who didn't do enough research and I'm uh, clearly everybody can see I'm reading this as I go, but you know, that's a good one. Everybody will get a little bell more. Is... That. This one's for Henning. Did you know, Casey, that uh, hmm. the large Hadron Collider is actually a device for waking an Egyptian God? Ooh, I didn't know it was Egyptian. I just mm-hmm. I thought it was one of those Aldrich gods of H.P. Lovecraft. It's a multi-dimensional portal intended to awaken Osiris. That's a good one. The Ooh. Egyptian god of death. All right. The author is a scientist of that. Um, I mean, we all know this one. The moon doesn't exist. The moon doesn't exist. It's a hologram Ooh. put there by... So we're still looking into it because we don't know who put the hologram there. Um, I'd started uh, researching... It ended up not being as, as juicy as I thought, but uh, Carl Sagan was on the team of scientists that wanted to nuke the moon. Yes, you told us about that. Uh, and basically, it was like his suggestion, but it was at the time during the Cold War. Um, it was just basically at, at that point where it's like, well, what can we do to make people think we're tough? And it was like, let's shoot a rocket at the moon. And they're like, but what if it hits the dark side? Well, you got to shoot it at the light side. Ah, it's too expensive. <laughs> Frick, scrap it. 
That but one of like... my favorite conspiracy theories has to do with the moon, but that the fact that the moon is is an old ship. Okay. Like it's it's actually a, a vessel that uh, ancient aliens used. So all the craters on the moon that you see are not from, like it being hit by asteroids. It's from dinging into. It's from thunderbenders. Because uh, we got we have moon bases on the moon, but also other civilized space civilizations have bases on the moon. Okay. And they're just mining the ship that is beyond, like. Develop, like beyond everybody's capacity to like imagine. Gotcha. So it's like I, a Jack Kirby story. I was gonna say, what about um Hi Harvey? Hi. Thanks, buddy. Bye baby. She disagrees. Yeah, she's thinks we're a bunch of crackpots. Um the moon. Oh, it kind of looks like the Death Star. <laughs> so I was, I was like, cool. Get out of here, and they were Tony. Like, if you watch through a telescope, you can see that these craters move, and they're not. It's just high tech mining things. Yeah, but the craters move because of like the Earth rotating and the Moon rotating, don't they? No, it's advanced miner dirt miners. <laughs> Mining moon dirt. I love how the conspiracy theories. They always fall on the backs of the old blue-collar workers, right? It always comes down to aliens <gasps> oh, man, built a... the pyramids. No, they didn't. Oh, Alien, in... the bottom class built the pyramids. That's what happens. Like, these people go missing. You just got... was down at the old watering hole, the old dusty gentleman, and I got Shanghai. Now I'm fucking shoveling dirt on the moon. <laughs> shoveling dirt. I want you to fill that crater... With the dirt from that crater. Come over there. Because we can't have people focusing on that crater for too long. The Venusians got the crater across the line. Don't cross the line. Some poor asshole gets shot because he crossed crossed some fake uh, moon boundary. <laughs> um, this one you'll have to you'll have to um, help me out. Did you know that we live in a time cube? because the day is actually four days all at once okay okay here you go question if someone described themselves as the wisest human the greatest mathematician and the greatest philosopher would that put you off might you think them a bit of a big head how about if they believe that four days happen all at once I don't know, let's check this out. So four days, so I'm I'm assuming if time is cubed. I can bang Monday through Thursday out in the one day. Just get her done. And I got the weekend, sold. Donald Trump's coming out of the hospital with the folded weekday. Oh, shit. You know what? Oh, all right. You know what it just did? It sent me to, like, it sent me to... United Kingdom, like, online casino. That's the conspiracy theory. (laughs) Oh, son of a bitch. They got me. They got me with Earth is Cubed. So there's a few more on here. You you got We All Live in a Matrix. Hillary Clinton's actually uh, dead and was replaced by a body double. 
We all know Michael Jackson was killed by the Iranian government. Uh, Ooh, I didn't know it was Iranian. Yeah. I had heard it was because he was going to buy Marvel Comics. Ooh, he got killed by Marvel? You don't want him taking him down? killed by the big media Disney wanted in. But old MJ was in the way. See that? This one's not so strange. Hunter Thompson was murdered. I think there was quite a few people that wouldn't mind putting a cap in old Hunter's brain. Oh, yeah. What was one of the... Uh, musky? It was Musky. Yeah. He was... Uh, musky. Wasn't he... No, he wasn't pro-Musky. Was he Michigan? He was... Uh, um, I think he was McGovern. McGovern. He was a McGovern man. Dinosaurs helped build he was pyramids. Ooh, that one's cool. Oh, it's written by a pastor. <laughs> a, a pastor named uh, Vince, of course, Vince Fennick, yep. director of the Accelerator, Accelerated Christian Academy. Um, let's see. Oh, that school, that school closed. Oh, the dinosaurs were Ukrainian. <laughs> right. Ukrainian dinosaurs. So... <laughs> Some of these are just sound like I wish I had a I wish we had a big enough following to like really get some of these off the ground. I know, just not some of these, but them? we could get some serious ball rolling. Maybe you know what you know what I need to do. Um, stop being such a Tony in the boardroom. Uh, maybe next next week I'll give you a old quiz. Is it conspiracy or I fear I see this was made up by me <laughs> so I'll do my best yeah I'll, I'll try and make something up for you was hitler still uh was hitler gay and his wife was a man they're all, was they're all a the woman same thing ava braun was a man or gay ava braun oh you see the set of chestnuts on that old ava braun oh yeah she did have a pair of back nuts on her <laughs> or maybe yeah i don't know i, I don't want to take it in a, in a bad place get this so mm-hmm. today i big big transition do you know who what company you can now take your defensive driving course to get 10 percent off your insurance auto mm. insurance the new york improv what <laughs> yeah <laughs> How does that? I mean, you gotta just be, you gotta be quick on your you feet, gotta, man. You better drive You gotta get on stage. So yes, this, and so I was like, I guess so. Uh, Geico called if for anybody out there who needs car insurance. I'm not promoting Geico, but if needs a discount on your car insurance, if you pay like twelve dollars and sit your ass through like a half an hour of defensive driving questions, they send a certificate to your insurance. At least my insurance. And you get 10% off your monthly premium. What is that just like how you would react in these adverse driving situations? Yes. You said defensive driving and I was like, oh man, yeah, like Tokyo Drift. Like there's a game in there, courtesy of New York Improv. But uh, um, no, it's like, yeah, it's just, you know, it's the biggest softball. It's strictly a money making thing. Because Geico's like, you get 10% off, but we also, you know, got the VIG running on the New York Comedy Club, I guess. Because <laughs> they're, like, they're like, you can either take, you have two options, <laughs> both work, both are the same price. 
you can take the like literally like the American National Board of Drivers Association standardized test to get your mm-hmm. discount or the New York Comedy Club presents defensive driving. I'm zing, smelling zing. a I'm smelling a podcast cuz they get you to call and you're like what do you want? What do you want? I'm calling about my defensive driving. Oh really? This the defensive driving you say I think it's a haunted mansion. <laughs> like, no, I want to get like money's tight in my house. Ooh, how tight. Can someone get Robin Williams off the phone? Cause I, I gotta take this test. I gotta get this on my shit lunch done. break. So of course I click on New York. And, and let's be honest. There's the, my only thought was they're fucking hurting. So New York, the improv and improv actually, is you you can all recognize that logo it's that stripy yellow mm. logo and like the lights and i think they're nationwide but i think they just like they're taking such a beat and they're like we need marketing let's use our name for fucking oh, yeah. anything call out to anybody we can put our name on something somebody will probably choose it over that because they'll think it's funny well and if you think about like we've been to those comedy clubs you they pack your ass in oh yeah you're basically sitting on your neighbor's lap. They're so close. And then just like, so you can't do that at this time. You can't right. social distance in these tiny ass spaces and like comedy and going out for a two drink minimum. Like it's expensive. Those are luxuries that you can like stay home and drink and watch Dave Chappelle. Like it sucks. Like as we know, comedians and they're like evolving, like they're doing outdoor shows and stuff, but right those turn and burn comedy clubs i can't imagine uh and i i guarantee you those like marquee comedians that they've had on there you know that they were booking constantly they're not gonna go oh yeah i'll take a pay cut sure i know it's hard bullshit although marquee comedians are coming to ohio rural western ohio where because uh chappelle's doing like oh yeah these premium reserved seat comedy shows and it's like chris rock i think sean Patton was there a few months ago it looks awesome i mean that's where he recorded i don't know if you watched it but he recorded his um fuck i don't remember the time but i don't remember anything you know oh uh, when he booked out that that local comedy club i think it's yellow springs the name of the town he's in maybe but he did his next special but it was only like eight minutes and 56 seconds long because that's mm-hmm. how long um that officer fucking st- uh, put his knee on George Floyd's neck, and he, did you see that special? Oh no, I didn't. No, oh, it is phenomenal in many many aspects. I can't recommend that enough. Go check it out. It's on check YouTube. It it's where it's 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 literally like ten minutes long, or, um, but it's it 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 crushes every time. And Dave Chappelle can be very poignant. Oh, all right. So back to comedy or continuing with mm-hmm. comedy of course i'm clicking improv driving defensive school yeah you got to i click on i was like here we go here we go gonna have some funny levity gonna have some fun videos because basically what they do is they make your i took it like three years ago from whatever they make your ass sit through a video and then you gotta answer three questions and it's like 14 chapters so it's like 14 videos so it's and so the first video comes up And it's these horrific car crashes of kids that are texting on their phone. And they're just these, like, gruesome, violent car crashes. And it's like, what the 
I was like, all right, well, it's going to, they're, they're digging themselves in a hole, I guess. They're going to try and. It is, it is October. It, I'm kind of ready for this. They're going to try and work their, their way out. Going to try and win the crowd back. They did not. <laughs> nope. And then the next video, I was like, oh, all of a sudden you got like a, a plain backdrop. This woman, the spokeswoman, Denise, business suit. I was like, oh, she's going to roll her sleeves up. She's going to put her sleeves up, do a little material. Dry as a fucking bone. And I was like, what is going on? Sit through this video. Literally, this is how anybody that wants to take it and you're like concerned about, like, you have to watch a video. By the way, loophole, if you take the old improv, just drag down. And if you drag, because it says you have to watch the entire video to move on. If you actually drag the side scroller all the way to the bottom, it lets you click continue as long as the video started. You continue, it gives you three questions, and right at the top it says, Correct answers don't matter on these questions. Oh, you can continue to just get them all wrong. Amazing. Uh, and then so I was like, what But you this? watched, right? You watched. Oh, answers don't matter. It, but I watched. You, you finished the video, right? And answered all the questions um, for liability purposes. There's one point they give you a distracted driver quiz. I was like, oh, here's the funny. And I guess maybe they think it's funny because they're like, you have to answer seven questions on the cell phone, but also point out seven um, uh, hazards in your way. So they call you, you look at the phone, you click on it, and then that time you missed Bare a hazard. Cheeks, right? Bare bosom. Right. Like something funny. Something Nothing you... funny. Pedestrian. You hit a pedestrian. And at the end, they're like, gotcha. You were looking at your phone when you should have seen hazards. I'm like, all right, son of a bitch. So I keep going and get through, and I swear to you, Casey, I swear to you, this is how lazy, this is Tony in the boardroom at a QAnon meeting. <laughs> this was their gag, is at the very end, they're like, okay, Mrs. Megan Howe, you have one more question. Do you agree to follow any of, do you agree to follow all safety and traffic laws? Click here or here and both of them say i agree and so you <laughs> click one of them and it says you got it right well yeah. you couldn't get it wrong and then it's like print your certificate that'll be twelve dollars and fifty cents i was like "Ooh, improv you fucking got me got me click all that agree comedy or going to click work. agree i wonder who came up with that i wonder if it was oh, man. now i'm just the gears are turning on tony from q yeah. <laughs> Always late. Always late. Yeah, you don't you know Tony's gonna be late. He's gonna and he'll have called you. He said, Oh my god, I rushed right over here. But you know his ass is gonna have a fresh breakfast sandwich. Wait, oh, we're just in gonna line. say he comes and then after ten minutes he's like, Can we just grab something to eat? I was so busy trying to get here. I didn't get a chance to get breakfast. Or is Tony Early lunch guys, early lunch. Is Tony good at being a scumbag, and is he good at concocting a conspiracy theory as to why he's late? Every oh, time? even oh that see that's the hook. I was like, where's it gonna go? He's that's either really tracks. good at excuses, but really bad at conspiracy theories, or he's terrible at excuses. And you think his pitch for a conspiracy theory is gonna just be like, eh, but then it's actually really poignant and good and scary. Well, you can take a, you can you Two can routes. have both. That's the misdirect, right? You can have both. Like he comes in and they're like, "Tony, you're always late," and he comes up with this fucking killer reason he was late. Hollow Earth lizard people came out, and the reason I know is a lizard person because I saw Bob Dole pin on it. Da da da. 
just crushes and they're like wow tony that all right well geez we're sorry we were accusatory for you late um so gina's already discussed her <laughs> you're theory. all under arrest she's <laughs> discussed her theory <laughs> her theory on the dinosaurs building the pyramids um kevin hitler's still alive in africa um johnny uh human meat in you know fake meat burgers uh, beyond meat is actually beyond our realm of perception and it's made out of human oh, toes pan-dimensional meat pan-dimensional meat it's from it's, uh, it's the slime that comes out of the hadron collider yes and so actually you're right on time tony um you hit us puts up a powerpoint <laughs> nothing nothing they can just tell uh, the first slide is just the uh is just the um, <laughs> blank or not not blank but the template it's the template yeah, slide. Right, so it's here. like the car, the car coming in with the screeching brakes, yeah. and it just says "Enter text here," and then <laughs> enter title. And he's like, "Um, Obama's gay, and his wife's a man." <laughs> his wife's a man. <laughs> like, oh, Tony, Tony. Oh man, that's what you say. Or yeah, oh, somebody but then, was like, "You're right," but then they're like, "Get out, get your ass out of here, Tony. Go," and then. Something from his horrible "I'm late" conspiracy has to come through the door next to prove right, that whatever. his conspiracy was real. Yeah, the lizard person comes in and he's like, "Hey, Tony here. He said he said he was going to meet me at twelve fifteen. And that was I, my first thought was like, he stands up and he has a lizard tail. Ah, uh, there you I was go. Like, of course, Classic. of course, you go for the visual gag that will never work on stage because you got to bring around a lizard tail and then hide it and then bring. I was, it's a JP car crash waiting to happen. <laughs> yeah, you mean on stage. You left the lizard tail at home. Lizard tail that we spent, one of us spent 24 hours making out of cardboard making, and like, duct tape and beautiful paint. So it and then we had to shove it in a, a duffel bag to get on the subway. So it comes out all crinkly wrong. We make, you know, straps. But of course, you know, our straps are also made of duct tape and that breaks. So we have to duct tape that. And it just becomes this. Beautiful or the punches piece that we use for two and a half years, yeah. mind you. But or rough. we go to the the costume store down by Fourteenth uh, uh, Street. The best. Yeah. Spend a hundred dollars or more on lizard contacts, right? So that whenever we do the sketch, one of us has to very ham handedly put in contacts, which of course without getting pink eye or scratching your cornea. I was just gonna say they're for not, a payoff nobody not, can see. They're literally. They're literally kept moist by Pap's Blue Ribbon at the end of the show <laughs> in their little... You just put them in a Mountain Dew bottle, fill it with a little beer. Just put it in your mouth. Out. Oh, absolutely. The best is when we spent a shitload of money on a prop for a sketch and then it never worked. You're like, well, like, I don't oh, know what yeah. I'm going to do with this really expensive Hasidic hat. <laughs> like hat that uh, you know a child is given... As a birthright. <laughs> oh my god. Tony that was actually you. a funny idea for a sketch. That would be that would have been really that's really funny to write because you can really go uh, as you heard legitimate quote unquote legitimate as in their actually theories that are being passed around and discussed by like the Guardian mm-hmm. are off the rails. We could JP style really go off the rails. We can include Goldie Hawn. You could keep him. Yeah. You could Ron keep rives with them. Hawn. Kurt Russell that one's was an a Nazi general. Yeah. 
that one that one is going to go on the evergreen stack with like strippers. Oh yeah, one you can yeah. always do because you just adjust it. It's fine. You build on it. You, even if you get bored of it, and the audience, you know, what did you say? Like, uh, what did we never heed um, Stan Lee's advice? You're like, no, oh, everybody yeah. should pick up a comic and be able to get right in there if you're in yeah, the first it, comic. If, right, and if, it if we're doing the 14th iteration of strippers, strippers. you got to apologize to that audience. He's got a lizard tail it. now for some reason, just because we didn't get to use it the I last time. He got it that it was a lizard tail. Oh, right, because that followed the sketch four months ago. Because Greg forgot the line where he says we're under the Earth's crust. We're lizard strippers. Right, and the lizard tail well, only made it, it in there because old Mitchie had one too many beers and he accidentally <laughs> wore the lizard tail out and we thought it was funny on stage. <laughs> Conspiracy. I, 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 it's I, very simple. Yeah. Could We could pull in some jerk practice conspiracies. We can go We can go all oh, across yeah. the board. Jerk practice. Oh, it would have been fun to play with. Jerk practice has COVID. It would have been a good it would have been a good intro sketch for a show. Oh, yeah. We totally would have. Oh, one of my favorite... Uh, was hanging out with Mitch on Saturday. Kind of got on the subject of just talking about conspiracy theories. And uh, there was the... Well, I think we came up with that at a meeting, or he came up with that at a meeting. So one of my favorite bad conspiracy theories is that Elvis and Jim Morrison didn't die. They just moved to Africa. Of course. It's ridiculous. The most, <laughs> so like, the most... So a drug addict, like a very severe drug addict who needs a heroin addict, who needs his fix every... Every couple hours, and a man who may be the human with the most need for creature comforts in history it's, yeah. is going to move to the safari. Safari, yes, yes. There's I'm the pitching you it. Theory. I'm pitching it. It's a it's a pitch. You got to send it to old Gary Sanchez. Okay. They got oh, the that's FBI good. is famous. Yeah. For watching these people, watching people in general, keeping yep. tabs on Keep, them, of course. Um, and as we know about uh, Elvis, he went to the White House. Oh, yeah, of course. After watching Nixon talk about drugs, showed up mm-hmm. to the White House with a gun because he he was like, "I can talk to kids about drugs. Drugs are evil." As he's high on fucking quaaludes. So we know the FBI has tabs on these people. They're assets for the CIA. They can see that. Well, Jim Morrison and Elvis obviously didn't die at the same time, but. Like we're gonna lose these guys, we gotta sober them up and bring them back. And I you know, see a crate fall from the sky, crashing to the earth, and both Elvis and or Jim Morrison are in it. And that's where the movie starts. There, that would be really in the outback. That would be fun if if uh, if you treated it the same way as like uh, Bubba Hotep. Like you could really oh, yeah, exactly. have so much fun with that. Just go crazy with it. What's perfect. Perfect. He's the Lizard King. He charms snakes. Um, or they can go to Saddam Hussein's Stargate. Yes, that that would be so good. A war, uh, like historical fiction. So historic. Yeah, where's historical science fiction? Right. So I'm you saying. place it in an actual historical event, the Second Gulf War, and then you introduce a Stargate aspect to it. That would be fucking amazing. Kind of. I guess it's a. You could see it's a little bit like um, Inglorious Bastards. <laughs> I guess they are kind of taking the entire premise of the movie entitled Stargate. <laughs> I didn't. I've never seen Stargate. Is that worth it? Uh, yeah, it's fun. It's Is a it? good. It's 
Richard Dean Anderson in that? He was in the TV show. It's Kurt Russell. Oh, shit. So you know what? I never gave it a real shot because, and it's nothing against Richard Dean Anderson, but it is. So I was like, <laughs> I can't, can't be legitimate. Oh, no. The, the show has a bigger following than the movie ever did. Do like, you... the show went on to become like a, a Star Trek well. The Next Generation for people. It's probably really fun. I've never seen the show. The movie is goofy and fun, if you get a chance to watch it. They spent a shit ton of money on it, and nobody saw it. It's like Waterworld. I love oh. Waterworld. Oh. Again, um, another movie that deserves a little bit more credit. I liked Waterworld. Same. I thought it was awesome. It scared the shit out of me, that crazy fish, when when old Kevin Costner p- played the, his own bait. It was on the edge <laughs> of my goddamn seat. I thought that movie was... I thought, um... It's Mad Max in the water! It was fun! It was exactly what it was supposed to be. What did they... Why was it so expensive? Did they have to use real water? It was, like, before the big CG. So a lot of that was practical effects? Yeah, they built that shit on, like, oil rigs and boats. Like, they're actually on a floating city. Man, that's why it looks so cool, too. Give it another chance. Tattoo on the back. Yeah, the secret map. Trading for a tomato plant, eating those leaves. Nothing's changed, man. You could do. I don't say reboot. Let's do. Let's do what they do now, where we do a sequel. But real time has passed, so it's old Costner fish. Yes, yes. Costner's tamed that fish, and he's the island people have have corrupted the last bit of land that he gave them. Uh, Dennis Hopkins. Hopper. Hopper, he was awesome. Goofy, just the right amount of goofy. Creepy yeah, he's got the and football, off his rocker. The chin strap for an eye patch. So good, so good. Um, perfect. Goofy sunburn. Everybody will like this little treat. Uh, I just got like a thing just flashed over my phone. I don't know what he said, but so Donald Trump just got discharged from the hospital. Oh, he's Walter out. Reed, Did... and he gave like a press conference or a, a video. Did you do that forward roll like we talked about, like Wonka? Comes out all shaky. I think kind of a proverbial forward or a, a metaphorical one because he's just like, I told you, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> he just said it's not so bad. Oh, I love it. That is fucking perfect. I told you it's not that bad. What a monkey. What a fool. Coming back, one of those sealed indictments. What's going to happen tomorrow? Stargate. Stargate. You know who uh, uh, actually had um, the the Spanish flu, and they say that's the reason that uh, it ended up causing World War Two is um, Woodrow Wilson. He was, that was over there out? negotiating the Treaty of Versailles, and he was hammering because he wanted the League of Nations, and part of the League of Nations was like, right. "Take it easy on Germany." Because what happens is if you retaliate on these people too much, they're they're your neighbor. They're going to hold a grudge. Like you can't retaliate against citizens, no matter how much they followed, you know, Wilhelm, their leader. Mm-hmm. Like they're going to eventually like push back, and it's going to collapse their economy, and all our economies are interlinked, and it's just going to have this ripple effect. But it's easier said from Wilson's perspective because. While it's the United States had home. some casualties, 
what was it? It was like one third of of France's yeah. like did, men did they... died in World War One. I. I always thought we were in it longer, but we didn't even fight for Barely. a year. Right at the end, yeah. So this guy, what like, was I his didn't name? realize how late, late in the game that they were like, okay, finally. Yeah, we're cherry on the top. We were um, isolationists. What was he called? The lion. The guy doing the negotiating for France was like, "Fuck that shit!" Like, you just came over. Glad to have you. We need this for our country because one, our entire infrastructure is destroyed. Mm-hmm. Two, you know, an entire generation of men have been lost. So he wanted Banished. to put the screws to him, and it went down to the wire. And then all the records show that basically Wilson was fighting tooth and nail and then the last few days he just got like so weak and came down with a flu and an illness like he was just like I can't it's like just show me where to sign what do you want to do like he just backed down on every he backed down so much that his chief of staff resi- chief of staff resigned because he's like because they ended up putting the boots to him oh yeah yeah they got and then the league of nations folded yeah because his own plan folded on united the u.s side but um yeah so his ass had it too and he was he was dead shortly after because they say he had that we never really knew enough about it but you know like the the effects of somebody his age and he had like nine strokes um it would just like one of those like skinny sick guys oh yeah he was so like he was skinny but real bad blood pressure. And just shit. bacon fat. Oh, yeah. Bacon All fat and salt. St- and racism and stress. <laughs> like, just, yeah, just racism and bacon in those in those arteries. <sighs> Woody. Old Woodrue. Guess nothing more. Well, that was a, that was a dry end. <laughs> Practice, jerk practice, sketch boys love to reminisce, yeah. When I wake up in the morning and the lawn gets out of warning, I don't think I'll ever make it on time. By the time I grab my books and I give myself a look, I'm at the corner just in time to see the bus fly by. It's alright, cause I'm sleeping. The same thing happened last episode. I was just about to go into White Sox news, and nobody gives a fuck. But conspiracy-wise... The White Sox are disbanding their entire team. That was the notice I just got. They're all fired. All, all those good pieces, they're just going bye-bye already. Season's not even over. I love it. It's like, you guys you guys failed? Okay, you're punished. Go away. Here's some flat champagne. <laughs> Amazing. So what have we been, we've been watching something's been fun. We've been watching a bunch of, uh, we started in September, but watching old horror movies. The best. Let's gear up for... And I gotta say, if you haven't watched it ever or in a while, gotta go back watch The Invisible Man. Ooh, interesting. Good choice. 
uh, it holds up and it is both funny and scary. Okay. Just because uh, he's such a butthole. Yeah, like, yeah. Like he's he's so relatable. At like it was like, oh, I get why he's a monster now, because all he does is fuck with people, and threaten to choke you. <laughs> like Dexy gets mad. He was like, I will choke you to death. And you're like, yeah, he's invisible. He can kill me whenever he wants. So there's just a lot of threatening of murdering you, because you can't see him. And then a lot of cool like old school sight gags. Like there's one point like and he just gets really claude rains is so good at playing this sort of like guy on the edge of losing his mind sure like he just gets really amped up and just like (laughs) just like then he rips stuff off and you're like oh my god he's invisible and he just smashes a bunch of stuff like pushes a guy over and takes his bike and just throws it in the street it's just he's just so cruel he's got like that uh Right, he just has the perfect unsettling, uh, perfect ability to act unsettling, right? He's kind of like a Cesar Romero type character. Who, conspiracy is, Cesar Romero used to pay young boys on the set of Batman to throw orange slices into his gaping butthole. Ooh, (laughs) Mm, that's zing. zing (laughs) That's got a taste to it, doesn't it? Man, he's never sick a day in his life, though. In the Joker outfit. Just coat and shirt, no pants, oh, shoes God. still on, pants around his ankles, spreading those butt cheeks. So You those... have to imagine <laughs> that the paint is kind of sweating off oh, his face. Yeah, because absolutely. Doing quaaludes and shit. Getting a citrus slice right in between the old <laughs> buttered biscuits. Like That's like a lot of hot sauce. So he's got that like, ah, that pained hot sauce sweat where it's like, oh, I hate it, but I love it. The Batman 66 set sounds like it's... the craziest swinger set all the time like adam west and i gotta read his biography but apparently he's like it wouldn't be uncommon for me to have bedded five women before we had the first shot in the morning uh they made um apparently made um dick ward who was an unknown actor and they had his fucking card because they knew he would do anything to keep the job so they were like uh, the network's saying we can, uh, even with all we're doing with the dance belt and everything, they can still your penis is still too obvious in the tights. Um, we need to take, we need you to take this um, untested uh, penis reduction medicine, <laughs> or you're fired. <laughs> so apparently he did, and he did, he took this like blood vessel restriction medicine, and uh, you know. The let the cards lay where they may. <laughs> oh, shit. Internet pooped out on me there for a sec. Gotcha. And it did something happen with the camera, too? Yeah, no, it just disconnected from the internet. Gotcha. Like, you so you were your... like, and, and so dance belt. <laughs> were you <laughs> on your froze. phone? Yeah, I'm on my phone now. So check this out. Uh, well, for everybody listening, there was a little freeze. There couldn't been a more perfect freeze on your face. So Casey lost internet, but your screenshot stayed. And you just, <laughs> you just had the most perfect bewildered look on your face. <laughs> so like the perfect, like, 
like pondering bewildered look because what i was explaining was the craziest thing ever because it's as everyone just heard it's dick ward they had his they had his number because he was his first gig he really needed the job so one of the things is they're like uh yeah um adam west isn't going to do his own stunts because he's adam west but your ass is sitting shotgun with this stunt guy. And he's like, ah, okay. Uh, and the other thing is the network, um, I don't know, we just can't seem to manage, but um, just can't seem to get rid of that outline of your penis. So here's some untested <laughs> medication. Uh, we need you to take this um, genital shrinking medication um, and see. If oh, my God. So he took like some blood vessel restricting medication without knowing what it could do or if it did anything. But appease the network. Oh my god, so, that's horrific! Like, I didn't know a, about that. Yeah, it was just a really uh, crazy, crazy set. Oh man, I. That was... What was the one I read recently? And it was one of those things. Was like, I don't know if that was circulated by Gorshin and Adam West because it makes him sound cool. It was uh, Frank Gorshin and Adam West. Frank Gorshin played the Riddler. Uh, got kicked out of an orgy because they wouldn't get break character. Yes, I heard that one as well. It just sounds like a really crazy... It just fits yeah. with the frenetic feeling of the show, actually. Yeah. I mean, at the time, if you're a kid watching it, it's that doesn't, that doesn't feel good. But they never let on in the show all the no. antics, which makes it all the better when you think back on it. Because it's like, these adults playing very fun, kiddish roles. Like cartoon but characters, still like. Basically fucking riding high on all that dough and it's like the uh what do you the the love um summer of love or whatever it's the fucking late 60s well it, it plays into like how Swinging could you 60s. have done that show for so long or been so earnest as these weird characters yeah it's easy to do if that's what's happening behind the scene between right. takes right you just live in the like this is the greatest job i've ever had i don't care keep rolling Except for Dick Ward, apparently. Okay, right, except and the well, boys who gonna... had to throw orange slices in uh, Cesar Romero's <laughs> butt cheeks. That's a hell of a rider. Yeah. <laughs> one young man, a bag of ripe oranges, and no questions. Well, that's how you know he's a hell of an actor. It's like, yeah, it's he's really Just unsettling on set, but you seen that Joker? Sells that shit. Chilling. It's chilling. Yeah, real chilling. <laughs> uh, Vincent, there's probably Vincent Price. Vincent Price gets in there. He's the one who throws. Oh, he's the egg. Yeah, he throws eggs. That's how we got that. That's how we got yes, the part so. egghead. <laughs> oh, Just God. eats raw eggs like a raccoon. Oh, man. Well, what do you say? Oh, uh, yeah. Ended on that. I, that's in, that's a good Halloween image. Oh yeah, that's where I don't know how we got on that. We're talking about oh Claude Rains menacing. He's very menacing, like Cesar Romero. I was gonna say it makes sense that the reboot of uh, the Invisible Man had Chevy Chase because apparently he's a piece of shit in real life. <laughs> um, and then I was also gonna say I'm watching on AMC on demand. If anybody has an American Movie Classics. They have the entire catalog of the Friday the 13th movie. So oh, I, I'm started with one. I'm through one and two. And the story is so stupid, but it doesn't matter because it's so beautiful. Shot on film. They're using that perspective cam. It's 
great. It's so Did great. Did men- mention this a couple podcasts ago? I mean, we talk about Friday the 13th all the time. I had read somebody posted something and they were like, I'm rewatching Friday the 13th. And I know they're not connected, but he's like, just imagine them all as the same urban myth just told around a campfire. But it's each movie is from somebody else's perspective. So they all have the same sort of like, sure. it's a weird killer. And the, oh, Hans has had, he, was, he had a hockey mask. So then they become like, the next story was like, oh, so the, he goes to me. That would be my Tony from Q's. Tony from Q shows up at the campfire. He's like, and then he goes to Manhattan. Uh, space? Tony, we told you not to bring your brother, Ronan. He's not my Super brother. He's a lizard. Look swipe. at his tail. Um, that's just so interesting because when I watched 2, I was like, wow, the um, the progression of this franchise is so interesting because in 2 – it's just a guy with a sack over his head. He's just because yeah. he lives in the woods. If you, if for those of you that don't remember too, they you stumble quite quickly upon. It's almost Texas Chainsaw Massacre, like or Wrong Turnish. He created a shack in the middle of the woods near Camp Crystal Lake, where yeah. he lives and creates like his machinations of whatever of what he's gonna do. Like he has like a torture shack and shit. Made out of old pieces of old barns and trees and stuff. Yeah. And it's chilling. Like, there's no... There's nothing... I guess there's something fantastical because in the end of one, he's a mutant boy. He's a deformed child that still lives under the lake, but... No, that was her nightmare, though. Right. Exactly. So, this that makes it even more chilling because I haven't thought about it. I always like two... Um, but if you think about it, if if you go rewatch one and think about it, she keeps telling everybody her kid is dead. Yeah, she just yeah. left him in the woods. Yeah, she's even worse. Right, because she's like he got like brain, you know, loss of oxygen to the brain when he drowned. So her son, as her son died, his body lived as this mentally mm. stunted giant that she disowned. Right, and then he saves her head and puts it in the like latrine. I love that shit. That beginning of number one. That's interesting about the nightmare. So perfect. It's 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 very um, it's very. Like Stan Lee, because they're like, mm-hmm. eh, if you didn't see one, let's do a really drawn out dream nightmare sequence where she goes through her dream. You actually see clips of the first movie see her tossing around in bed and then you finally see the last scene is that mongoloid jump out what you see (laughs) i mean it's time appropriate that's what he was credited as okay i mean he's a monster he's a monster jump out um and get her and then she wakes up and everything's fine and i don't know if you remember she goes to the kitchen you hear a little sound you hear a little which is kind of established but not 100 percent established yet and so good. Yeah. And then she looks out the window and a cat jumps in. You're like, oh. And then she opens the fridge, sees Mama Voorhees' head, and then she just gets an ice pick perfectly. Joe Pesci style, right in the brain. And then you see that awesome title splash. Yeah. Friday the 13th right. in 3D coming up. And then it is number- classic glass break. Mm-hmm. Oh, two. the glass break. It's so good. 
because number one is all the creepy pov right there's yes. a lot of like yep, camera yep. you're the killer Mm-hmm. okay number two has a lot of pov as well mm-hmm. um but number one i feel like they at least in a lot of people's minds their mind really credited that pov shaky cam at least in the horror yeah. genre slasher genre i could i could see giving that to them classic crazy old drunk telling them you know not to go stay near. away that guy's the best. don't go down there oh but i recommend going back for all the little treats too like the stud who's getting the camp back together they cut to him and he is perfect he's ned flanders he's got the shortest jean shorts on he's got hiking boots with those gray socks like rolled down he's got a little red bandana around his neck no shirt mustache curly hair slick back little john lennon glasses and he's like you're like you're like he's the stud like i was like who is this fucking guy and he's the guy who goes like to the main character and he's like baby like i was like oh he's our like sexy lead like this this guy's like don't leave yet baby he's like i promise you after a week we'll have this place up and running and you won't forget it she's like okay rod he looks like rod and todd he looks exactly like rod and todd for you simpsons fans out there in a in a simpsons episode when they look into the future and ned's like here's my boys rod and todd and they're and steel workers in there it's perfect <laughs> yeah. it's perfect yeah i'm watching those i recommend and i know it's about to go nuts but i think number three is when we get the hockey mask introduced and i like that i'm gonna start watching it from that perspective does that have um is that the first one with uh God, i can't think of his name now well yeah old classic Bacon? fodder for jp um from goonies uh, he's not in the first one. He, I think, he shows up in the third one. Talking That's what I was gonna Corey, say. Is three Corey the Feldman. F- Corey Feldman, because he's in two of them, I think. He's in. I want to say three and four. Or it might be four and five. He brings Jason back with electricity. No, oh, you might. It's four and five. And I then think. he becomes Jason, like spiritually. Oh, that's right. He has like. Well, that's why like I'm going back. I'm getting him muddled. I'm getting Tony. Right. You can you can uh, clarify for and us. And I we'll do keep love the... the idea that. If they're all around the campfire telling the story, it all still has to take place in 1980, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's not like each year's camp is telling a different story. It's all different. No, it's It's different stories. Same, same camp year, 1980. It's getting a little later in the night. You get crazy slasher with a sack over his head. Ooh, hockey mask killer. And then it gets, you know, and then it's like, well, no, actually, the killer found himself in a boy's body and like oh this is getting nuts and then it gets to tony and he's like manhattan night you know and they're <laughs> like what he's like set the scene you know these beautiful you know yeah, you got the skyscrapers and you got people scalping tickets and like because tony. yeah because young it, tony tony from q that, that previous winter had just been to new york for the first time right and won't shut up about it you're like all right you're so cosmopolitan tony <laughs> And he's like, and it's a cruise. You know, I've been on a cruise before. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> yes, then we it, heard that. Then it goes to Roni, and you get Jason X in space, and you're just like, fucking A, these guys are just really getting off theme. But my favorite is when it gets to Loney, and he's like, Freddy fights, or Jason bites Freddy. And they're like, <laughs> like no Freddy. backstory, no explanation. They're like, who the fuck is Freddy? He's like, uh, pedophile? <laughs> like, <they're> like, all <laughs> right. 
I, I guess that Moni... actually he'd bring it back. So they're like, it gets too campy. It gets Batman 66, right? Too campy. Yeah. Jason X, he's in space. It's the future. There's microorganisms that like heal him and make him super. And they're like, that's not even scary. It's just weird. And then they cut to Loney and he's like, bastard son of a thousand bricks. <laughs> Burnt in an oven by child molesters. Brought back from hell. Have you read, you know, Paradiso or whatever? He's reading it from his, like, dog-eared notebook with Metallica drawn on the yes. cover and Slayer. Oh, so good. And they're like, oh, you're making up a new guy? He's been waiting on this. Oh, yeah. That's Bastard. That would have been... Pits so, of hell. That would have been so perfect for for those of you that don't know. We always had a good time. We're back in October. It is our first yeah. podcast of October. Favorite time of the year. This year, what a bad time for Halloween to yeah. drop on a Saturday. Full moon. Do anything. Disappointing. But um, that would have been a perfect sketch for our Halloween show. Perfect. The connective tissue? Ugh. You got to get AMC on the horn. That's yes. how you just you shoot a new thing now. And you connect them all together with like a who's afraid of the dark campfire. So perfect. Maybe they're listening. Or as, as much as Colin Hanks. <laughs> if I hear his, if I hear a theory his about Barack Obama's sexuality and his man wife, I'm be very upset, Colin. Well, he's he's on the he's got his finger on the pulse because uh, there's a lot of conspiracies about his dad. Yeah, given being COVID a horrific to murderer to Trump. Or wait, about his dad being a murderer? Yeah, really? Yeah, people think. Well, you talked about. Well, we'll find out on Monday. Once Trump takes down the satanic ring, old T. Hanks is in the mix. Oh, hard. Gotcha. I could see Tom Hanks being a Hollywood Ed Gein. Hollywood That's, Ed. See, there's, a, there's a pitch for you. Tom Hanks. Hollywood Ed Gein. Done. Sold. Tom Hanks would be an amazing, like, um, vintage serial killer. It would be so good. He'd play Ed Gein perfectly. Just give him a little bit of prosthetic, fat face, awkward gut. Make him fat. I don't know. Maybe, maybe he should be a Richard Speck. That'd be a good one. Yeah, that's true. I'm just trying to think of like, no, give me a good Southern, little slow. I just want Forrest Gump as a slasher. Yeah. That's all I want. <laughs> what a killer. We know. We don't have to dance around what I really want in life. I want Everybody Forrest knows. Slashing bag over his head. <laughs> That would be the, that would be, you got to integrate that into your campfire story. So like, like, when is this getting scary? Like, oh, it gets scary. Oh, get he loses your... the love of his life. His ass goes to Vietnam. He goes to, <laughs> he goes to shot Nam. In the butt. Story about Forrest Gump going to Nam. That's he funny. Nixon. <laughs> like, come his on. His friend dude. dies in his fucking arms. 